This is the podcast where we can talk about all the Halloween costume ideas that I get from various TV shows this and movies. The, this is the podcast where we can summarise the plot of 90s action movies. <laughs> that aren't related to the ones we're reviewing in Two Drink Cinema. The Odd Soft Entertainment Podcast, Episode 1. This is because Brett and I talk a lot about things that are not related to the movies we review in Two Drink Cinema. That's correct. And so we are doing a whole separate podcast of the tangents from Two Drink Cinema. Hello, Brett. Hello. It doesn't have a slogan yet. No, it'll Full be... Full disclosure. Um, it doesn't have theme music yet. Odd Socks Entertainment. Done. Yeah, that's just slightly uh, syncopating the two drink cinema melody. Yeah. I had one thing, all right? <laughs> we used it. Can we sue ourselves for ripping off our own music? Yeah, I would. Um, so, what are we talking about? So, movies and TV. Yeah, yeah it'll be like a sum up, a summary of this week in entertainment. Well, t- there's two sides there's what's new. Yep. And what's just come out. Yeah. And then there's stuff that we finally watched. Yes. Or stuff that we've watched so you don't have to. Yeah. And recommendations of things to catch up on. Okay. Because Netflix, unfortunately, doesn't release a sitcom every week. So nah. sometimes people are like, what sitcom should I watch? Netflix only has one show on at the moment from what I've seen. Yeah. And, and I haven't got, even seen it. And I've got things to say. Oh, okay. <laughs> so movies that are new, movie trailers that are new, TV yep. shows that are new. Yeah. Uh, any news, uh, but also some other random things that we've watched during the week. Yes. Like I finally watched the 2019 Charlie's Angels movie. Oh, I haven't. I haven't oh, but I knew you were because you got, I got a very... <laughs> um, Basic text message from you that was just like, Christian Christian Stewart in Charlie's Angels isn't actually that bad. Well, that's true. Yeah. That's what I was thinking for an hour and 40 of the hour and 58 minute movie. Right. So the odd thing though is there's only kind of two angels. So oh. I remember when it came out, I was like written, directed, starring Elizabeth Banks. Yeah. And I love Elizabeth Banks. Yes. She's great in 40-Year-Old Virgin. She's great in Hunger Games. She's a bitch in Scrubs. And she is good in Charlie's Angels. She's good in Pitch Perfect. It is good. It's well done. Okay. It's very woman. (laughs) And I know that's the whole Charlie's Angels thing. And obviously in 2019, the feminism thing... Is big and big and big and big. Yes. Which it's meant to be. Yep. But there was one unnecessary moment of yay women. Okay. So there's the opening scene where Kristen Stewart does stuff. Okay. And then like the credits roll, the opening. Oh, okay. Right. And that is just a montage of women and girls doing things. 
like historically or just not, current, not, not like not showing angels, Rosa Parks or not angels and not like oh, I went to Rosa Here's Park. Rosa Parks, here's Joan of Arc, here's Eleanor here's Roosevelt. Malala. No, just like a chick on a surfboard and then someone chick skateboarding and then a woman with delivering a baby and then Uh-oh. like just not like not the like, action shot. Yeah. Not crowning. Being a doctor. Yeah. Or giving birth. No, being a doctor. Okay. Just like a montage of women doing things. Okay. Right. And I'm like, I get what you're trying to do, Elizabeth Banks, but you've got two hours to do it. Yeah. You don't need that montage. Yeah. And she does it very well. Okay. Christian Stewart's quite good. The other girl that plays the angel is quite good. The third character is the lead engineer on a big tech project. So she's so, not there's not three three angels. There's not three angels. I don't, I don't understand. There's lots of Bosleys though. Oh. Which is good. One thing Are they, they do, all women? Patrick Stewart plays a Bosley. Oh nice. And Elizabeth Banks plays a Bosley. Why are there multiple Bosleys? Because there's multiple Townsend agency outlets oh, around the world he's now. He's franchised. Yeah. Right. He's franchised because Patrick Stewart, the original Bosley, Bill Murray, yeah, had the idea. Yeah. But what they do, so at the start of the movie, Patrick Stewart retires as Bosley. Okay. And so they show some photos of his journey throughout the year, but they photoshopped him with Jacqueline Smith and Farrah Fawcett. Oh, God. <laughs> right. And they photoshopped him with Lucy Liu and Cameron Diaz. Right. That's <laughs> it's very funny. Yeah. Um, but it's it's much better than I thought. Christian Stewart is much better than I thought. But it is like. Patrick Stewart, Elizabeth Banks, Kristen Stewart are the name people. Very good. Yeah. Everyone else... Not so good. Okay. Right. Okay. But the action is good and the fighting is good and the point of chicks doing shit is good as well. Okay. Chicks doing shit. Okay. That's the tagline that's, for the movie. Well, that's the point. Charlie's Angels Charlie's Full Angels. Throttle. Oh, no, that's the, that was the second <laughs> that's one. That's the sequel. Yeah. That weirdo Crispin Glover was in. Wasn't he in the first one? Or was that Matt LeBlanc? Anyway. No, he was. they were both in the first one. And Shia LaBeouf. Oh. Yeah. That's unfortunate. What have you watched this week? Not a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Death Becomes Her. I watched Death Becomes Her for the Two Drink yeah, Cinema. Yeah, that's coming up on Two Drink Cinema. Links in the episode what description. Else did I watch? I watched RuPaul's Drag Race as a new series. Every okay. Week. So I watched that. It's How many countries series. has RuPaul's Drag Race? Well, there's the America... There's the UK. Yeah. There's Down Under, Down which Under. is here and New Zealand. Yep. There is. How long till they're a state of ours? By the way, anyway. That's <laughs> Can we trade them for Western Australia? Yeah, Western Australia wants down. to leave. We'll just take yeah. on NZ. Thailand. Yep. Uh, Spain. Yep. Um, Italy. There's a French. There's new. There's a French one that's just starting this Ooh, month. Okay. So what are you watching now? An, an the American. The RuPaul's Drag Race American All Stars season seven. Jeez. Right? And it's all winners. Oh, okay. It's very good. So is this the seventh season of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars? All-Stars. Not the seventh season of RuPaul's Drag Race US. There have been 14 seasons of normal Drag Race. And seven seasons of All-Stars. So they've picked seven winners of those 14 seasons. Eight winners of the 14 seasons and some All-Stars. So okay. anyone that's won a series of it before was eligible. They picked eight. Yep. They're all in it. 
and then one will be the winner of the winners. Yeah, the legendary. It's very good. Can we just... MasterChef in Australia and Big Brother in Australia have both done it. I've brought old people back. Just give me a normal series. Well, that's for a while. American Survivor did that. Yeah. It was like yeah. every second series, it was like fans versus favorites. Or there was one just called Second Chance, which was anybody that didn't win had a oh, chance. You know, that's a lot of people. Yeah. And then it was like, um, you know, uh, one day did an all winner season as well. Like there were a few seasons more recently that had a lot of returning players. So with the MasterChef one, like one of the things I liked about MasterChef was it was just a normal person that suddenly yes. had yeah. 90 minutes to make a crock and bush. That was the good thing about MasterChef when it started. Yeah. Now it's like, you're a professional chef, come and cook professional chef food for me. Well, and now with the old people coming back, it's like you own a two-hat restaurant. Come yeah. and cook something. Yeah. Like, well, that's not relevant to me at all. Yes. And as much as I love Julie, and Julie's the story because she had her mental breakdown. Yeah. But I just want someone... My favourite bits of MasterChef was seeing someone put something up that's meant to be a crock and bush, but looks like your poo emoji cushion that's on the yeah. couch over Yeah, there. it's like that show Nailed It. Yes. Where Well, it's not quite like that. Where it's they have to do it and it's shit and it's hilarious. Or my second favourite bit on MasterChef is when someone cuts themselves and they have to stand there with their bloody finger in the <laughs> but air. But they don't have time, so they're still like mixing yeah. something and getting... Staring with one hand. Medical and attention. the nurse is wrapping up with the blue band-aid, of course. Of course, of course. Um, or when they grab the hot pan out of the oven. Oh, yeah. I watched an episode of MasterChef and laughed at someone for doing that. And then, then the went timer went on the oven. Then when the timer <laughs> went off on the oven, I went and picked the pan up out of the oven and burnt yeah. my hand. Because you're See? that's what they call karma. That's what I identify with on MasterChef. Yeah. No one's identifying with that. And the big brother bringing some old people back. I don't I, care. I don't, New yeah. Big Brother shit in Australia anyway. It's not Big Brother. I'm not watching it's Big Survivor Brother. Survivor in a house. I'm not watching Big Brother again until Big Brother Uncut comes back. I'm not until you get hot dogs back there. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> Bring back hot dogs. Free Colleen and the guy that put the tape on his mouth. And then I'll watch Big Brother Australia. Gretel Colleen should be back on Big Brother as a contestant. I don't even know who the host of Big Brother is. Sonia Kruger. No, Fuck her off. Get Gretel Colleen back. Because <laughs> it's on Channel 7. Now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not so that that means a thing. Gretel her... Colleen's not on another network. No, but also Sonia Kruger's been on every network. You know who should have hosted it? Like a former contestant. Bring back Mike Goldman. Give him a break from d- being oh. the voiceover for the JB Hi-Fi ads. <laughs> and you can put him back in the Big Brother house. Um. What else have I watched this week? What else have I watched this Top week? Top Gun Maverick. Oh, okay. To bring it back from 2019's Charlie's Angels yeah, yeah. and early 2000's Big Brother Yep. to Current. Top Gun Maverick. Is it as good as I've heard people say on the internet? Yes. Oh, okay. In this case, the internet is mostly correct. Is it actually good or is it like nostalgia coloured glasses? Both. Because it's been like, oh, finally, Tom Cruise is back at the Top Gun. No, no, it's both. Mm, it's a okay. very good movie. Yeah. And it's a very good, what they call, legacy sequel. Oh, a legacy sequel. Yep. Someone so, takes over. 
I said to... So Shane and I went to see it in the IMAX. Yeah. Which, if you can, I would recommend going to see Top Gun Maverick in the IMAX because all of the flying stuff they shot, full IMAX screen. Okay. Massive. And it's good because they've, they've done more with the character of Pete Maverick Mitchell. Okay. Um, and they've gone a bit more character-based with him, but also the shit they do with the flying is incredible. Um, how, on a level of um, one, two volleyball scene, what is the level of homoeroticism in this Top Gun? They don't play volleyball. Do they? They play shirtless football on the beach. They don't. They do. Fuck. <laughs> so That's great. Like, oh, God. Uh, they, yeah, that scene is there. Okay, good. But the, I would be disappointed if there was no scene like that. That's like the best scene in the movie. There's interesting things about the trailer. The trailer made it seem more like it was just going to be a copy of Top Gun. Yeah. So in the trailer, you see. It looks like Maverick is fighting Miles Teller. Yeah. Um, and then there's shirt. You see a shirtless sport. Yep. Happen in the trailer, and you see them in a bar singing. Kenny Loggins. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Which is iconic moments of Top Gun. Yep. And it's not that the in mm. the bar singing is very different. The the sport shirtless sport scene actually has relevance to the story. It's okay. not just Val Kilmer and Tom Cruise are really hot. Let's make them let's make them play against play Anthony against Edwards. each other. Yeah. Um, Jennifer Connelly is very good. Oh, she's in as it. the love interest. Ed Harris is very good. John Hamm is also very good. John Hamm. Yeah, he plays. So I don't want to spoil too much, but. Maverick has been flying planes and has been testing the limits of all of his admirals in the Navy. Right, because he's a Maverick. Yep. And so he's 50-something years old and still just a captain. Okay. When he could be, if he'd played his cards right, right. an admiral or, John Hamm says, even a senator by now. (laughs) Yep. Okay. If he'd played his cards right. But he's still a captain. And if Tom Cruise played his cards right, he'd probably still be in a relationship. Ooh. In real life. So. I'm sure he is dating oh, some model. Yeah. No, nah, he's in a relationship with Scientology. He, Maverick ends up back at Top Gun at the okay. Academy. D- and he has to teach D- the next generation, back which to the includes Miles Teller, who is the son of Goose. Yes, I think I saw that somewhere because somebody said he looked like, he actually looks like the, he does. Goose's kid. He does. And the moustache helps. Oh, he has a moustache. Yeah. Meg Ryan is not in it. Good. And... Ooh. I don't but, know why good, but yeah. Val Kilmer is in it. Oh. Um, and I was wondering if they would put him in, but what they have done with his character and him as an actor, because as people may know, um, he's had the throat cancer uh, and is struggling health-wise with that. What they've done with his character is actually really good. Good. So if you're a fan of the original Top Gun, then definitely I would recommend going and seeing Top Gun 
Maverick. Okay, cool. Because I've seen a lot of good things on the internet. One of them mainly is from like a a movie group that's basically just full of nerds. So it's a very skewed vision of it. Yeah, yeah. But hey, they're doing good things. Have you seen anything new recently? Uh, There's bringing up. It's not new. No, no. bringing up baby is sitting on the table here. I haven't watched anything new. Catherine Hepburn and Cary Grant. Yeah, that's a new one. Animated. Yeah, baby is baby is a leopard. Really? There's a real leopard in a movie. It's a very funny movie. I didn't end up watching it. I was going to watch it. Um, No, I haven't watched anything new. The love impulse in man frequently reveals itself in terms of conflict. Is that as meant you to be can times see, of conflict? Um, as you can see from the DVD case, it may have been bought from a slightly dodgy um, stand in the centre of a, a, a shopping centre. Okay. Uh, it is also got some Asian writing on it. Um, I haven't watched a lot new, so please please rant about Stranger Things. Okay. <laughs> So, how, long, how long do we want these episodes to go? Well, you have open. You, the floor is yours. If we, if you're giving me as much freedom as Netflix gave the Duffer Brothers, then this could go for three days. This episode. Oh God. I. Okay, I understand that people don't watch things in forty-five to an hour chunks anymore. Oh, it's all binge. Binge watching. Yeah. You know, there's the meme. And it's a bit of a throwback to me describing a meme. Yeah. Yep. Where there's text and it says, Studio, would you watch a 10-hour movie? Me, no way. Will you watch- what if we broke it up into <laughs> 10 one-hour chunks and you watch them all back to back? Me, fuck yes. I get that that's a thing, but I'm a busy man. Yeah. The last episode of part one of season four of Stranger Things... Goes yep. for an hour and 40 minutes. Nope, that's a movie. There are six, or is there eight? Six episodes of Stranger Things Season 4 Part 1 that okay. were released right. on the 26th of May. Yep. Then there are six parts of Stranger Things Season 4 Part 2 that are coming out in July. Then next year, Why? we're going to get Stranger Things Season 5. I thought four was the end, and that's why it's been a big thing. Oh, no, because we had to wait ages. Yeah, we had to wait ages. Full disclosure, I have not watched any Stranger Things other than season one, on one episode of season two, and I was like, I don't think I like where this is going. And Winona Ryder annoys me. I think Winona Ryder's great in season one and in season two. I think the greatest thing she's done is when she was on that awards (laughs) thing. (laughs) (laughs) Her facial expressions. That was the greatest acting I've ever seen of her. I'm going to watch that. I'm going to put the link... Uh, in the episode description about her reacting to the fact that Stranger Things won an Emmy, which, of course, was going to win an Emmy. The the best thing about Stranger Things Season 1 is that they found five kids that could actually act. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah, never yeah. been done in the history of Hollywood. Yeah. Because, let's face it, Philosopher's Stone Daniel Radcliffe... Oh, nah. Not an actor. Nah. Philosopher's Stone, Tom Felton, not an actor. The reason Daniel Radcliffe... Prisoner of Azkaban, Tom Felton, still not an actor. Deathly Hallows Part 2 is kind of getting there. Yeah. The reason Daniel Radcliffe is a good actor now is because he spent 10 years with Maggie Smith and Alan Rickman. That's the reason. He was not a good actor when he was 11 years old. So that's the best thing about Stranger Things Season 1 is that they found five kids who could actually act. Yeah. And 
what I liked about it was that shit goes down in a small town. Yes. Right? It's just this little small town and these five kids fix this big problem. Yeah. 80s nostalgia. Bam. And 80s nostalgia. It's gone way too far beyond that for me. Season four. Is it, is it like the the complications that they have to fix are just too outlandish now? No, because the storyline is essentially the same thing. Shit is coming from the upside down. Yep. And they need to get together to fix it. Yes. Same so story as season okay, one. Okay, two, I haven't missed three, anything. Right. Yep. But the thing now, they'd got they've gotten themselves to a point where eleven and the Byers family, which is Winona and Will, yep. are living in California. Okay. The other kids are living in Hawkins. Yep. But Hopper is in Russia. Is Hopper David Harbour? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So Joyce has to go to Alaska to try and get to Russia to rescue. Because you can see Russia from Alaska. Yeah. If you ask Sarah Palin, <laughs> you can. that's a very outdated reference. So it's gone from five kids mm. using their plucky uh, band gone, of Now kidness. it's like international It's in now like espionage. Three, three states, two continents, uh, and, and like and we're Russia. fighting the Russians. What is, is it, is it, is it the Stranger 80s. Things Goldeneye? No, but it's the 80s. So oh, it's okay. A, yeah. Everything everything yeah. hates Russia. As opposed to now where we, we don't hate Russia. <laughs> we hate Russia for different reasons. But... It's not like Cold War yeah, hating yeah. Russia. It's quite the the it's, yes. the war's quite warm. Yeah, very. Okay, we're not gonna, this isn't a war no. podcast, so <laughs> we're skipping that. So it's, it's um is good. It's very well made, but the story's a bit much now. The story's gone a little bit beyond what one and two were. Okay, and it's also quite difficult. To believe that Finn Wolfhard is fourteen years old, considering oh. he's now six foot one, is it, so? Are they have they gone like years? But it's been six years. So since season then. one was set in nineteen eighty three. Yep. And season four now is set in nineteen eighty six. But so, in real life, it's been like twice as long. Well, Stranger Things season one. Came out in 2016. So it's been six years, but it's been three. Yeah, okay. So like Noah Shap, who plays Will Byers, is the youngest of all the kids, uh, and he's 18. And they're all playing 14, 15-year-olds. Yeah, okay. Joe Keery, who plays Steve Harrington, he's 19 in the show. He's 30 in real life. Oh, God. Yep. Okay. So it's gotten a bit of a stockard chatting about it, hasn't it? Yeah, it does. But and the thing that I really liked about seasons one and two was that it was very character based. Yep. The the character and relationship development between David Harbour and Winona Ryder was very good. And then the eleven and the kid. Between eleven and the kid, but then also between the four boys. Yeah. Because it's that time of their leaving middle school to go to high school yeah, and relationships yeah. changed and the four boys that you grew up with is changing. Um, that is coming second or third to Russians and Monsters. Oh, okay. And so I, you know, 
you always we just did our death we recorded our death becomes her episode before this mm-hmm. you said you're not a huge fan of meryl don't at me i'm going to get many more ats for saying, saying i'm not a fan of stranger things mm-hmm. anymore than you are for saying you're not so much a fan of meryl because i've just seen obviously that's the show yeah at the moment that everyone's yeah. watching it's that and obi-wan and i'm not watching either of them yeah i haven't watched obi-wan either because like Am I like? I've had enough of Star Wars. I'm saying it there. I said it. You know what I said to Shane All last right. week? I don't need any more Marvel movies. I don't need any more Marvel. I didn't even need one. No. Actually, but the first earlier ones of them. Yes, fucking dumb. <laughs> and then there's a show, and then there's this one, and then fucking Agatha's gonna have her own spin-off, which I'm not mad about because she was really good. But you know what I mean? Agatha. From WandaVision. Oh, okay. Yeah, but she was amazing. See, so I'll I watch a show of her. I haven't watched WandaVision. But That's then, the one I did watch. But then when Shane says, "Do you want to go see Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness?" before we go, before we buy the tickets, I have to sh- say to Shane, "Do I have to have seen WandaVision? Because I haven't. And if I go to see, you know, another Captain America, I haven't watched Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Well, and that links yeah. to the character and the story of Captain America. Well, that's but, now where there's there's the new. Um, Thor yes. coming out. So does that mean it's like, I haven't watched anything since Thor Ragnarok. Do I have to catch up? Well, probably because there was some pretty big Avengers movies in there. That I there there were the two culmination of 20 years of cinema. Um, but it's also not, I'm not going to watch it anyway. Cause but I, also I don't like Benedict Cumberbatch, so I don't need any more Doctor Strange. Ooh. Not even the way he says penguin. Penguin. I haven't watched Year of the Dog. Is it Year of the Dog? Power of the Dog. Power of the Dog. Year of the Dog is astrology. It's a hard watch. Um, I found Power of the I dog. found anything Doctor Strange a hard watch. <laughs> um, when I wonder when, if ever, this bubble will burst. When it when a movie is takes get, less than a billion dollars at the box office, then they'll go. Oh, maybe not. Is it going to be like how? Westerns were big in the 50s and 60s and now nobody makes Westerns. Except for is Power it, of the Dog. Yeah. <laughs> is it going to be then like everybody's making, then all of a sudden everybody's just going to go, I think we need to make more musical comedies. I'm there for that. <laughs> then it's going <laughs> to switch. And then they'll be like, no, nah, it's the new golden age of cinema. We have to get all hard like the 70s. Well, they're saying that um, a lot of people are saying that Top Gun Maverick is a real win for cinema because obviously oh, for people going to see stre- streaming is winning the content yeah, at the yeah, moment yeah. and people aren't going to the cinema paramount um, no netflix apparently offered tom cruise a stupid amount of money yeah to to release top gun maverick on streaming during lockdown because it was the original name mm. for it was Top Gun 2020. Oh. And it was going to come out in 2020. Yeah. But Tom Cruise and the producers and Paramount Studios were like, no, this is a cinema movie. Yeah. And then also if it's a Paramount thing, if they're going to put it on any streaming thing, it would be Paramount Plus. Yes, but Paramount Plus wasn't a thing in 2020. 2020. So Netflix offered a stupid amount of money to Tom Cruise and Paramount to be like, release it on streaming during lockdown. Yep. And they're like, no, no, we've made a cinema movie. We need to see it on a big screen. People need to see it on the big screen. 
and pay attention and not get distracted by your phone. Yeah, and as we've talked about a lot in two drink cinema, people when we started going back to cinemas, people yeah. could not sit still for two hours. Yeah. Is it a long movie, Maverick? Uh it didn't feel long. Okay, good. I don't know off the top of my head actually how long it was. I'm probably, probably still two not hours. See it, it's probably. not over two hours. Nah, cool. Jeez. Two Drink Cinema, an Odd Socks Entertainment Podcast. I'm Lee. And I'm Brett. We are two brothers reviewing movies. Two drinks at a time. The old. The new. The classic. And the cult. We tick all the boxes. We bring you the news on the latest movie releases. And drunkenly review some of the best films of yesteryear. Find us on your favourite podcast platform. And follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter at Two Drink Cinema. Cheers. I watched some trailers this week. Okay, I was going to say, can we? Should we talk about Pinocchio? I haven't seen the trailer. It's it's quote live action end quote. If is James Corden Jiminy Cricket? No, I don't <laughs> think so. If but it is it's live action, it's one of those things. How live action? And then it was like the Lion King was live action. Like, well, yeah, but no, because it's all animated. Oh, It just looks more realistic. Obviously, Tom Hanks is live action, but then like Jiminy Cricket isn't a real cricket. Oh, Finn Wolfhard's the voice of someone or he's in it. And then Keegan-Michael Key's in it. It looks all right. I don't know. Is Tom Hanks doing a terrible racist accent? No, it does not sound Italian at all in the trailer. Well, he only says one line. This is one of my main issues in the world. <laughs> okay? I've gone really deep. Is it the cost of petrol? No, actually. <laughs> cast people where they're from. Yeah, cast an Italian. Yeah, there are plenty. We love Tom Hanks. Incredibly yeah. talented actor. Yeah, he's all right. But there are plenty of Italian actors who can play Geppetto. Yeah, I can think of... None off the top of my head, but yeah. In 29... Well, we don't watch a lot of Italian movies. That's true. Isabella Rossellini? <laughs> She's Virgin. Belgian? She's not... Is oh, she? wait. I don't know. No, because her mum's Ingrid Bergman and she's Swedish. Oh. Rossellini's obviously. Probably is Isabella. Zotto Rossellini is Ingrid Bergman's daughter, but that's not Isabella Rossellini. Interesting. Italian. Isabella Rossellini is an Italian actress, author, philanthropist, and model. Yeah, there you go. So she was like, yeah, she has citizenship in Italy and the United States. She's not dead. Oh, it's like, obviously, Tom Hanks is a big name. Yes, and it's like, oh, I'll go see Tom Hanks, but I don't think the remake of Japan of Pinocchio Pinocchio. needs no a big name. No, it doesn't, and. Yeah, cast appropriately. Yeah. But also, you don't have to cast names all the time. No. If you think you need to cast Tom Hanks to get people to come to see your film... It's not good enough. The film's not good enough or your marketing department's not good enough. Yeah. In uh, a theatre... A theatre example a theater. is a, is coming in August to Melbourne. Oh, yes. 
we have reviewed patreon.com forward slash two drink cinema as a, as a cross cross promotion. <laughs> yeah. We have reviewed the movie musical hairspray. Oh, here we okay. go. Okay. Warning listeners, this is going to go on another rant. <laughs> They're doing it in Australia and it's starting in Melbourne in August. I said to someone the other day, I said, it's like they got a 50-year-old woman who's only been to two shows in her life. And watched Carols by Candlelight. To cast the film. Yeah. Because it is, and I'm not besmirching any of these people. Okay. They are all talented. Yep. And all deserve their spot in the stardom of Australian theatre. Yes. Shane Jacobson, Todd McKenney, yeah. Rhonda Birchmore, yeah. Rob Mills. Yeah. Lazy. Who's Rhonda Birchmore? Not Michelle Pfeiffer. Rhonda Birchmore is Michelle Pfeiffer. No. Nah, too old. Too old. Todd McKenney is Christopher Walken. Too not quirky Shane enough. Jacobson is Queen Latifah. No. She is... <laughs> Tracy, he is Tracy Templet. John Travolta. Which I, is weird because he's had to shave his beard. I think might be okay. They're all going to be but good. But I could do it. No, they're all going to be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but give somebody else a chance. Hairspray is known. Yes. I would have gone to see it, except for that cast. I'm Millsy not going in protest. Mills is obvious casting. Very well, they're obvious. all obvious casting. Yeah. Millsy will be good. They'll all be good. And I'll admit... The person that they've cast as Motorbouth Maybell, I haven't heard heard of before. Yeah, because um, because generally yeah, speaking, yeah, yeah, people yeah. of colour don't get theatre gigs. True. So, um, and the, of the kids, I have a question. They've only announced the girl that's playing Tracy. I have a question. Since it is Australian theatre, yeah, who is Marina Pryor playing? <laughs> Uh, she's playing Britney Snow. <laughs> <laughs> or at least certain parts of her face are the right age for it. Asabi Goodman ha- uh, is playing Motorbouth Maybell. Right. Who apparently uh, has done a lot of great... Not apparently. She's done a lot of great yeah, theatre yeah, yeah. stuff. Uh, but it is introducing Carmel Rodriguez. As Tracy. As Tracy. Right. So, um, yeah, Shane uh, starring much love stage and screen performer Shane Jacobson as Edna Turnblad. Hairspray is the romantic comedy of dance-loving teenager Tracy Turnblad who has one dream, to dance on the Corny Collins show. That's it. It's one eight Tonys. Yes. Um, speaking of Tom Hanks. Elvis. Um, I'm kind of, I'm going to see it. I'll go see it. Yeah. I think I'll go, well, it's Baz Luhrmann. Yeah. We want to, we need to support some, you know, up and coming Aussie directors. Yeah. He's Give had this a, guy a yeah, shot. He hasn't done many big movies. Yeah, no. We'll see. We'll see how he goes. This guy, Baz. The other thing about the Pinocchio, going back to Pinocchio. Yes. You know, cause it, it, trailers pop up. It's quite a short trailer. It doesn't give much away. And it goes, you know. Da, da, da. From the studio that brought you. Okay, you don't need to get. You don't need to do that for Disney. Yeah, from the studio that brought you Beauty and the Beast, and Lion King, and from legendary director Robert Zemeckis. Okay, yeah, right. And then it goes, and there's Tom Hanks talking like an old man. That's not, you know. Yeah, yeah. Starlight, star bright. And then it's just a bit weird. 
You know, we just need Disney Pinocchio. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Austin Butler, back to Elvis. Oh, I don't... Am I meant to know who he is? He's a Disney boy. Oh, from the studio uh, that brought us... Oh, no, he's a Nickelodeon boy. Oh, from the... In Nick, I, I from can't. the studio that brought a slime. <laughs> in 2005, after working as an extra on several television series, Butler landed his first regular job as a background actor. Well, that's playing the role of Lionel Scranton for two seasons on Nickelodeon's Ned Declassified School Survival Guide. That sounds awful. Then he got a manager in May 27, well, 2007. He landed a guest starring role on the Disney Channel series Hannah Montana, oh, playing the go. role of Derek Hansen opposite actress Miley Cyrus. And this is good because uh, Miley Cyrus is playing um, Priscilla Presley. Oh, really? No, I just made that up. Oh. Uh, he was in Zoe 101 on Nick. Uh, He's in Aliens of the Attic alongside Ashley Tisdale um, and Doris Roberts. Paul went out. Oh. He. Played a starring role of Jordan Gallagher on the popular but short-lived ABC family series Ruby and the Rockets alongside David Cassidy. Uh, the oh. David Cassidy? I thought he was already dead by then. Maybe. Uh, he's been on CSI Miami, The Defenders. He was on... Ashley Tisdale invited him to audition for a lead role in the film Sharpay's Fabulous Adventure. Oh, Elvis is the this is the Elvis movie is when Tom Hanks got COVID. Is it feel oh it's filmed in Australia? Yeah, it then. says principal photography began on the twenty eighth of uh, January twenty twenty. On March 12, twenty twenty, production was halted when Hanks and his wife Rita Wilson tested positive for COVID. Oh, in March twenty twelve, Butler was cast in the CW's Sex and the City prequel series, The Carrie Diaries to play Sebastian Kidd, a brooding heartthrob attending the same high school as Carrie Bradshaw. The thing that confuses me about the um, what the movie's going to be, obviously we know it's going to be big and flashy and look really good. Yep. And, and they'll be singing. Tom Hanks's accent sounds weird. And Austin Butler sounds all right. And if he's singing as Elvis, it sounds very good. Yes. Right? But then, like, the other people... On that, that are on the soundtrack. I just don't understand where it's going. I it's feel like, like it's just early Elvis. Doja Cat, Marnaskin, who won Eurovision last year, Casey Musgraves, and then there's other people like CeeLo Green and Eminem and Dr. Dre, and all these people on the soundtrack. Is he going to get weird? So I don't know if he's going to do a weird like. Modern Gatsby thing, but it's still the trailer still looks like it's still going to have all of Elvis's songs in it. But I don't think it's going to be Doja yeah. Cat doing. I'm just maybe Hound Dog. Maybe I'll just go and watch Viva Las Vegas, <laughs> the best yeah, Elvis maybe. movie. Um, do you know what the there's another movie coming out soon that I think the world nobody nobody asked for this movie. It is so out weird and it is so not. Needed a Beavis and Butthead movie, yeah. Like, really? It, does anybody still watch Beavis? It's not a show anymore. I don't think we even needed the Beavis and Butthead movie when the Beavis and Butthead show was a thing, yeah. Like, is are they just going to be like people our age 
Now, when we, they were younger, it'd be like, oh, I loved Beavis and Butthead. Nobody did. Like, um, and then they're going to be like, I'm going to go see that movie. It looks stupid. Yeah, those three bo- those three weird boys from my year eight class yeah. are really happy right now. Yeah. And that's about it. But yeah, I could not think of someone who was like a fan of Beavis and Butthead. I never watched it. No, we never I don't did. think I remember anybody I knew watching it. All I remember is they had one had that weird laugh. They both have like, uh, 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 Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, well, that shows how much uh, uh, I've remembered. And they fart. And I remember some sort of game where you had to spit on people. Anyway, was it quite was vulgar? I think so. It was quite adult animation in the 90s. Yeah. Adult animation's come a long way since then. Yeah. yeah we don't need to be with some butthead movie. Yeah. That was another trailer I watched. It looks completely stupid. I'm not going to watch it. It looks like crap and it's not for me. So Okay. That's fair enough. So that's generally how this podcast's going to go. Yeah. Is there anything else you wanted to cover from entertainment during the week? Johnny uh, Depp and Amber Heard wrapped up. We don't want to get yeah, too Yeah, we're not going to get it. into it. He won. She got a little bit handballed to her. Couple I did milk. see a headline that said they both won. I'm like, I think he I won think, a bit more than she I won. I think we know who won. Yeah. And it was her, his lawyer. Because she was... A, Savage. It was so, some of the stuff was so good. I did feel a bit bad for Amber Heard during it that does, so many people were laughing at her, but she was so obviously fake crying. So. Does Johnny Depp's lawyer have a daughter that's going to release a sex tape that's going to lead to a whole empire of reality TV oh, stars? Oh, wow. I hope not. That's a throwback. Um, <laughs> if you've got that connection, <laughs> if you've got well that done. connection, this podcast is for you. Um, <laughs> No, apparently there was a thing saying that the, the lawyer and Johnny Depp could, would become a thing. Let's oh. be honest. Amber Heard's career is over. Well, Disney's already putting out, like there's already talk that Disney is saying, yeah, we'll cast him in the, in a new Pirates movie. He'll, he will get, his career will kick off again. She's again, done. Again, again. Again, again. She's done. I couldn't name something she's been in. Other than Aquaman, only because it was referenced so much in the trial. Because oh, because she apparently was like, she was having a she was like with Momoa. They they stopped me being in Aquaman two because of what was going on with Johnny Depp, and so they they got in like the head of Warner Brothers or something. Oh, and it was like, did you was she going to be in it? Yep. Did you cut her? Yep. What was the reason? Ah, uh, because she had no chemistry with Jason Momoa. Oh. Because she shit in Jason Momoa's bed as well. Yeah, because <laughs> and then um, was the re- oh, was there anything to do with Mr. Depp in the blah blah blah? No, that was no reason. So what was the reason? She had no chemistry with Jason Momoa or really anybody in the cast. Well, okay, now that if I I reckon up until this trial, I could have bumped into Amber Heard on the street and I would not have known. I know I would have known her name because they tried to smuggle dogs into the country no, or whatever. I, I would know her name. <laughs> But I could bump into her on yeah, the street yeah. and not know I bumped into Amber Heard, except that probably 10 steps behind her was Johnny Depp. Yeah, and the, that's where the crowd was. And she yeah, was just yeah. out the front going like... Ugh. But now that you've said Aquaman, I do have some recollection of her being in Justice League. She was like the woman. And her being shit. I don't know. I don't think she's a good actress. No. That's well, not what she's known for. She's known for marrying Johnny Depp and now this. And then... And she, her whole career will be she was shit in Aquaman and she shit in Johnny yeah. Depp's bed. That's her whole career. 
I wonder if she was also shit in bed. Oh. And then really the question is, how soon is too soon until they make a miniseries or a movie? Oh, six weeks. <laughs> it's probably... <laughs> I'm going to go on to Netflix and already see something. Now, one thing that we want to do... Obviously, oh, it looks like Johnny Depp and Amber Heard met in when they were filming The Rum Diary. Oh, where he played an alcoholic. Yeah, so it could have just been Johnny Depp's diary. Yeah. One thing that we want to do is suggest something for people to watch that they might have slipped through their fingers on the streamings. Yeah. But also tell them not to watch something. Okay. Okay. We both straight away know the thing not to bother watching. Yeah. If you haven't yeah. watched it yet, yeah. don't waste your time yeah. with Friends from College. If you are scrolling through Netflix and it says you may like Friends from College because you watched Friends. Or because it has... Robin Shabotsky in it. Yeah. And Fred Savage. If you think it will be good because it's got the chick from How I Met Your Mother in it, it's wrong. And Keegan-Michael Key, it who is can be funny. a terrible show. They are that terrible is barely characters. even funny. The people in it are terrible. The writing is not that great. No. Nope. And it's not... I don't know. I don't know what else to say about it. Well, terrible. They all... So... We powered through. We were like, nah, we're getting to the end. Maybe it'll redeem itself. Maybe they'll all have a good ending for these characters. No. They didn't because they all had a happy ending. Because they're terrible people that fucked each other over so all about, the time but stayed friends somehow. It's about six people that met in college. Each each of them is... I, different I, ages. Well, they did seem different ages. But they all seemed like... If you said, here's a sitcom starring Robin Shabotsky, I can't remember her name. Kobe Smulders. Kobe Smulders. Yeah. Here's a sitcom starring Kobe Smulders. Yeah. I go, yes, I'd watch that. Yeah. Here's a sitcom starring Fred Savage. I go, well, yeah, I'd watch we're that. We're in the 90s. Here's a sitcom starring Keegan Michael Key. Before I'd seen Friends from College, maybe I'd watch it. Yeah. And that guy that plays the rich one, who seems yeah. much older than the rest. He's funny. He's funny. He's in Charlie's Angels. Oh, there you go. I might watch him because he's funny. Yeah. But, and the other woman. Then. The sixth one that has no point in the story. And yeah, the quirky Asian friend. The quirky, mystical Asian friend. Yeah. Who has a pet So they all seem to be different ages, but they all went to Harvard together. Yes, yeah, so they're highly educated. They're highly, highly educated people. But they are assholes. They're terrible people, except for... Fred Savage. The friendly, the quirky Asian. Yeah, she's lovely. But she has... No, she has no storyline. Well, the, what they say is she, they ha, she has no agency is the word they often use. She only pops up when they want something quirky to happen yeah, in the show. Like if you think of Friends, like Phoebe was the quirky one and yeah. everyone's favourite. Yeah. But then like she still had her own shit going on. Yeah. Like she still had her own storylines. The, the quirky Asian had no... Storylines other than, oh, she's dating a base jumper. And Isn't not that even, funny? And even like with the other characters, they did a bit of like a backstory of this is how we're a couple now or whatever happened and that's why we're awkward. She got nothing. I've just Googled friends from college, right? The, um, the woman, Sam, isn't even in the top six cast, according to... How Google? is that possible? Fred Savage, Keegan-Michael Key, Francesca Del Banco, 
Is she the other one that's no, the worst? No, she's the therapist. Uh, Jay Sue Park, Kobe Smulders, Nat Faxon, then Annie Paris. Sam. Is, is Annie Paris the the terror, the worst of the, all of them? The one that's Wait. cheating on the older rich husband. Is she awful? That's not Greg Kinnear. Uh, yes, no, him. Yeah. Like uh, how the guy that we were watching before wasn't Biff. Co-creator Nicholas Stoller, who also uses Twitter, <laughs> announced the show. Wow! Yeah, <laughs> announced the show's demise on the social media platform. This is from WebNewsObserver.com, which it's not just a sounds new-ish like show, is it? It just sounds like a website where they read tweets and then yes. write an article about it. Yeah. Stoller expressed his thanks to those who persevered with the program despite its monotony and lack of character development the as a result of that. the show's low ratings. Yep. <laughs> Then it the got second, three seasons somehow. Then the second people also ask is, is Friends from College worth watching? Oh, well, click reply. <laughs> Friends from College, like its characters, isn't perfect and gets better in the second season, nope. but it's worth watching if you need a show to binge. Sorry, ksdk.com, it's not. Um, we stuck through it just to watch it. And now I regret it. But I also don't know if we ever really enjoyed it from the start. No, I, we didn't. Because we were like, we need it. We'll watch it. We'll, re- we'll record our podcast. We'll watch something afterwards. Yep. We picked that. It was a mistake. Now we're watching Happy Endings. A, a, an old show called Happy Endings, which, if you Google like shows that got cancelled too early, yeah. it's always on that list. Yeah. It only got two seasons. Three. They should have given the third season of Friends from College to Happy Endings. They should have given season six through 10 of Friends. To happy endings. Yeah. And That's a big call. As much I as I love it, they probably should have given season eight of Seinfeld to happy endings. They should have given season, season nine, nine of Scrubs yeah. to happy endings. Season nine of Seinfeld, keep. But season eight? They should have when given. You, when I watched, I binged Seinfeld during lockdown. And when it got to season eight, I'm like, these aren't as good. They should have given the last season of Game of Thrones to happy endings. They should have given... <laughs> First part of season four of Stranger Things to happy ending. So it's the same thing. The sitcom minutes is seven more seasons. Yeah. So happy endings is the same thing. It's six friends that know each other. We haven't quite worked out exactly how. Drawn me a chart. (laughs) I drew a chart, and I can't decide my favorite. But I have decided that Damon Wayans Jr. is my favorite Wayans. And it's more. You won't be able to get it in Australia though. True. If if you need if anybody needs it. Patreon.com forward slash. <laughs> um, it's funny. It's more modern than Friends. Yes. So it's more relevant still. It's 2010, 11, is, 12. Yeah, this is still 10 years old, but it's still, some of the references they make yeah. are still funny. Yeah. When she just yells out CCH Pounder for no reason, yeah. that's funny. And <laughs> they actually, unlike Friends from College, they actually seems like they would be friends. And it's very... And I want to be friends with them. It's very well written it's it's just a normal conversation and they're funny. And they all have their funny things. They make fun of each other and they have their own quirks that they do seem like. Like she has a racist parrot. And one Jack Bauer's daughter's in it. And one of the things that is very good about it is that none of them are really good looking. Ex- except except Elisha, Alicia yeah, Cuthbert. Alicia Cuthbert is very good looking. Yeah. But the three... They're not Jennifer Aniston. No. Yeah. And they they seem like ordinary Chicagoans. Yeah. And I've met four to six Chicagoans. <laughs> they seem like 
ordinary Chicagoans and Alicia Cuthbert. I feel like I know Chicagoans because of all the ER I've watched, and they seem like they would go to General <laughs> Hospital. So if one of if Penny's concussion was more serious, she'd go see Noah Wiley. You could have seen her seeing Noah Wiley or George Clooney. Yeah, well, not George Clooney because he's a pediatrician. But she was still seeing her child psychologist. So. <laughs> and Penny is very childish. You can't watch it in Australia. So hopefully all of that if you can, is irrelevant to you. If it ever comes up and the show Happy Endings, watch it. It has nothing to do with a massage parlor. It is nothing to do with that. And I'm still not really sure why it's called Happy Endings. Well, in about eight episodes... We might find out. Yeah, even though I've watched it at least twice, yeah, the whole series. I can before. tell because you. I quote was it. saying, I think it might be one of my favourite shows of all time. It's very. We've laughed out loud a lot. Like, ER, obviously. If if you anybody that's been watching this, <laughs> ER, Will and Grace, Family Guy, it's right up there. Oh, Survivor. If that Only counts. three seasons, and Family Guy's got forty-five seasons or yeah. something, and it's. It's not as funny as it used to be either. Has it dropped off as far as The Simpsons? No, not quite. It probably wasn't quite at the peak of The Simpsons in terms of how how apparently good it was. You know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, The Simpsons had further to fall. Yeah, yeah. But I think The Simpsons went for mass appeal more than Family Guy. Family Guy went for, we're going to be as crude as hell. We're going to be somewhere between The Simpsons and South Park. Park. Yeah. And they have done that track well. Yes, they have. Straight across the ravine. Yes. <laughs> Patreon.com forward slash tooting cinema. <laughs> back to the future. Uh, back to the future. We might have to change to Patreon Odd Sox Entertainment and just put everything on there. Yeah. Including the illegal downloads of ABC's Happy No, I didn't Endings. do that. No, don't. Don't. ABC Piracy is a crime. Disney owns ABC and they sue. If there's anything that you want to know whether or not to watch, let us know. We'll watch some of it we'll and we'll watch let it. you know. We'll, we'll screen it for you. Inventing Anna? Don't, don't bother. Thanks for listening. Uh, hit subscribe. Why are you poor? <laughs> Thank you for listening to our first Odd Socks Entertainment episode. Uh, follow Odd Socks Entertainment on Facebook and on Instagram, just at Odd Socks Entertainment, uh, and you can keep up to date with us there. Uh, and don't forget our other podcast, To Drink Cinema, for our movie reviews. Thank you, Brett. Thank you, Lee. 